Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of The Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. So, last week, Daryl Scott, actually, he made news. He broke the news department. <laughs> Daryl? When he said, oh, yeah, we're going to go back to the uh, original way of applying for unemployment insurance benefits. And uh, I think it's in June. We'll get the details from Daryl. And, of course, uh, the world exploded. People freaked out. They said, oh, my God. So Daryl Scott's on the phone right now. He's your director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Agency. How, how do you like uh, being the guy who broke the news? <laughs> I uh, Well, I'm just a messenger. No, it so. took us hours to fix it. I Well... Again, hopefully I can clarify some questions for people today and uh, allay some concern. Part of the reason for announcing it in May is to give people time to get registered at joblink.delaware.gov and to begin to build a resume and start making those contacts so their, um, you know, their job search is in full swing when it's required effective June 12th. And you have to go through the real process. Uh, before we begin, I know you have some other announcements to make and such, and we have people on the phone who want to talk with you because they're still having a hard time getting their unemployment insurance benefits. I had a phone call uh, from a guy earlier today named Richard, and he said he can't figure out how to find out where his stimulus check in I, check is. I, I asked him, okay, what's your income limits? Uh, and, and he said, oh, no, 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 it's below the limits, so he should have gotten one. Do you have any advice on that? Unfortunately, no. I, I have, uh, as you know, I'm challenged at times to keep up with all the things that we have to do for UI, so I'm unfortunately not able to help Richard with, uh, with the stimulus question. If he visits the revenue, again, I'm not to, to direct him to, um, to another agency, but there may be information on the state's revenue site, and, and definitely go to IRS, you know, the irs.gov site, to get additional information. Yeah, I went there and found uh, something only for government employees, but you know what? I'll work it out for the guy. Uh, okay, no, I appreciate that. Oh, sure. Let's get to Keith at 302-529-1017. Before we get to more details on what changes are coming to your way from unemployment insurance benefits, Keith, you're on with Daryl. Say hi to Daryl. Hi, Rick and Daryl. How are you doing today? Doing well, Rick. How are you? Hey, uh, I have a question, Daryl. Um, I've asked two, two associates at the UI department, and both of them gave me two conflicting answers. One, I know starting in June that you were supposed to register back on the, uh, the job link and submit a weekly um, job search. Um, at my job, uh, we just have a reduction in hours, and uh, we're getting ready to uh, start picking up hours again. So basically... My question was, if I don't if I get disqualified for UI because I'm not going to look at I'm not going to put in a, a job search every week. I'm going to just stay with the job that I have. Right. My question was to your associates was, uh, do I lose my PUA if I don't continue to get the subsidized um, you know UI benefit? So let's see if I can understand your question. So one is you know. Even with PUA, you're, you're to report any earnings that you have on a weekly basis, right? So there's, there's the earnings threshold that you have. And when you begin to work more hours, that may in and of itself, right, cause you to lose your PUA because you'll earn too much in order to qualify. Um, but what I would suggest is if you're going to still be collecting 
benefits as of June 12 or June, yeah, well, June 12, you need to register. And if you're on redu- reduced hours, you know, Richard, I'm going to get my team. Let me do this. Um, I was going to say, I may get an answer here before we get off the phone. I may not have one for you um, um, as we wrap up. And actually what my team is telling me is that if you're not working full time and have a firm recall date, meaning when you're going to go back to full hours, then you need to be looking for work. Now, let's do this. Richard, shoot me an email or shoot Rick an email, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L.com. And let me get some additional clarification on this specific scenario for you. Okay. Okay. But if your, if your hours are, are not increased, do I still uh, qualify for the PUA? That's what I wanted to really know. Yeah, so if your hours aren't increased, again, your PUA benefits will be contingent on how much money you're earning on a weekly basis. So, again, if, you're, if your hours are reduced to 10 hours a week and, you know, you have to report those earnings, and then we do, we do a calculation to determine whether you've exceeded your, you know, your income threshold. So, okay. um, so you just need to make sure you're reporting your earnings on a weekly basis. And, Correct. Um, yeah, well, that right there, that, that answered my question right there, okay. Carol. That right there. Okay. I See? appreciate that. That right there. That right there, okay. man. Nice. Okay. I like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Keith. Be well. That, that's why yeah. we like to have Daryl on, because it's much better than just giving my email address. <laughs> when Daryl actually has great answers for I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so, do we have somebody else on the phone, or can I make a quick yeah, statement got, real quick? Okay, we have people so uh, calling I'm, in, but sure, what's up? Real quick, the one thing I wanted to give people a heads up to is one, I learned this morning when I, I was out of the office yesterday for a day, I came back this morning, started getting emails about people who didn't receive their benefit payment. Ah, and yesterday. We, wait, wait, this is yesterday, right? Well, they didn't get it yesterday. Right. And they hadn't received it yet this morning, and I started getting, and our team has gotten phone calls and emails. So we had we had an issue uh, we're still trying to understand the specifics of it, but we had an issue that affected the bank processing the payments. They have processed Monday's file today. So this afternoon, people who um, bank with this particular bank should begin to receive um, payments this afternoon. Others will begin to see their payments post to their debit cards and into their bank accounts tomorrow. So um, again, we're still trying to figure out the specifics of the issue, but we know it's been corrected, and we believe today's file has processed without, you know, without issue as well. So uh, again, we've we've put some messaging on our IVR and on, on the the websites to try and give people a heads up to that. All right, good. So uh, for listeners, Sherry and Tim and Frank and so many others <laughs> who, who also contacted me about that, there, that yep. takes care of that question. Very good. Well done, sir. Yeah, well, I, like I said, I had a lot of people calling or emailing, wondering what's going on. Um, yeah. I want to get to just ask his name. I couldn't understand. Okay, we'll find out. Uh, hi, this is Rick. Who's this on the phone, please? Walter Rogers. Yes, uh, Walter. Say hi to Daryl Scott. You're on the air. Hey, Daryl Scott. How you doing today, buddy? I do well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. So what's your question, sir? Okay. I've been sitting there um, because I had a claim in every since February that uh, a letter, and I haven't received anything, no payments. Um, they sent me a um, um, 
you pay for copper emission a number, and they talk yeah. about I had AD um, as March the tenth, and um, he's fine. I call in, and he's sitting there um, saying, oh, well, you got to keep on calling and calling back forth. And, and, um, gotcha. Can, may I interrupt here, please? Later. Yeah, can I interrupt here, please? Yeah. Thank you. Fantastic. And, and I'm sorry, tell me your first name again. I didn't write it down. Walter. Walter. So, Walter, uh, here's the deal. Uh, at the Department of Unemployment Insurance Benefits, they've had so many thousands of people that they have, actually have a backlog. And this goes right to my next question. Um, if you first filed a fe fe uh, February 11, is that right? Yes. Okay. Daryl, um, where's the backlog? When do you start working on the February 11th claims, or have you already begun those? We've already begun working on the February 11 claim. Okay. And so, Walt, if Walter will send you an email, we'll get whoever is assigned his case uh, to give him an update on where they are. So, Walter, they may be asking you some questions. They could be asking your employer some questions to try and understand, you know, the reason for, you know, your separation and then making a determination of, uh, of eligibility for UI. I understand all that, sir. Okay. okay. And all that, but um, but the only thing is that I don't want to um, say it is that um, uh, being homeless, you know what I mean? Don't have, have no people, don't have no car, don't have no car um, insurance, you know what I'm saying? Though, and, and it keeps coming every month, it don't stop. No, no, I understand. I, no, I, I understand the 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 challenges that you're facing. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. But Walter, you have access to uh, the internet. You can get online like, on a phone or or a laptop or computer somewhere. Yes. Okay. Good. So mm -hmm. here's what I'd like you to do. I'm going to presume you have an email address, right? Yes. Perfect. Email me, Rick R I C K at w d e l dot com. R-I-C-K, Rick at WDL.com. You say you have a confirmation number. So your full name, only the last four digits of your Social Security number. I don't want any more than those last four digits of your social. And your confirmation number, your cell phone number, put that in the email address. And uh, and the fact that uh, you haven't gotten your February 11 uh, money, and I'll give that to Daryl, and he'll assign it to someone to look at it and uh, get working yeah. on it right away, okay? Absolutely. I appreciate that. All right, my friend. Yep. Be, be well. And, and, Rick, one of the things that Walter touched on, just for your listeners to remember, is that while this process is going on, it is important for them to submit their weekly certifications each week. And if we make a determination that, he, that he's entitled to benefits, then we will pay all those weeks when when that decision is made. And, and if they don't, if they skip a week, miss a week, and the like, as, you, as I've shared before, that causes additional delays with getting caught up. So. Yeah, it's um, that's why he keeps hearing from the team about make sure you call in, do your weekly certifications. So uh, he said he was homeless, and there is hope because you have the Hope Center that yep. Matt Meyer, county executive, uh, spent CARES money on in the old Sheridan Hotel, and I yes, it called the homeless hotel. But the, the Hope Center is a place where you use phones, use internet, things like that. Also, a Sunday breakfast mission is another place that has some facilities where people use email and things like that. You know, they'll help you out and, and direct you as well. So there are places where you can do this. 
Yep, and the other the other thing is, I know Delaware State Housing Authority has a rental assistance program that that also provides some assistance and and have other programs available. So we're becoming aware and trying to connect people with other services as they raise those issues to us as well. You know, I've uh, I've gotten a lot of complaints about the, and I, I know you don't want to say anything bad about any other agency. You're not going to, uh, but I've, about Delaware uh, Housing. And uh, the DSHA actually sent me an email back saying, yes, they have a backlog. They've got problems as well. Sure. And I can address that next half hour on the, on the air. Okay. But I'm you're not going to you know drag it into your program here. But I just want people to know, or at least your segment on the show, I just want uh, people to know that um, yeah, a lot of agencies have a lot of backlogs and problems. I have one from Sonia here. It says, good morning, Mr. Jensen. I'm writing to you again because unemployment has not taken action on my case. And she has the case numbers. In May, they opened my case again. But I haven't heard from the November cases and December. Now, I, I know the team's working on backlogs through uh, February sure. of, of some date, and you can give us more detail on that. But, uh, gosh, uh, you go back to November and December. Why might that even be happening? Well, I, I mean, I looked at a report this morning, and we have very few claims to be reviewed from like December, I think there were 15, right, that on the report this morning. So um, now cases relate to emails and or phone calls where we've created a case in our system. But again, if she would, if you'll forward those to me as as I do, Rick, we'll have somebody take a look at them yeah. and get in touch with her. I did, actually. Okay. Uh, so I sent that today to you. You probably haven't seen a bunch of thousands of emails. But I'm just <laughs> wondering, how the heck does that happen? That's uh, still from November. You have some problems. Well, it's it's. Again, part of it may be we've addressed a, um, a more current one, and and the other, Rick, when we assign cases to a deputy in February, one of the one of the things we're asking them to do is, you know, to look at our case management system and and address the issue related to the claim, but also see if there are any open uh, open emails and or you know record cases, you know, for um, that may need to be re um, responded to as well. In many cases, those are questions regarding the claim that was filed and the investigation that they're conducting. But, um, again, it, it, it could be related to work. Again, we're trying to reinforce to people that as they address the current issue to make sure that there's nothing old, you know, open and outstanding. Um, also, Gerald is wondering why uh, he has to reopen a case uh, when a current claim should be active. I, I'll share this with you. I think I also send this to yeah. you as, as well. I don't know if you remember getting it, but... Uh, I received a full-page message on the screen following my sign-in. It covered the screen to file for the weekly certification, and I couldn't find a way to close it after five tries. Desperate to make the deadline, I decided to file via phone on the last day. That was May 22nd. And okay. then received an email this Sunday saying, Reopen claim, action item in Delaware, PUA, UI system. No one's returned my request for help, so today I called and was able to speak to an agent. Uh, but when I asked her to hold so I could locate the email, she was gone when I returned the phone. Oh. Uh, yeah. So how come I have to reopen the claim when the current claim should still be active? So there's a couple things that, there are two things that, that sort of stood out there. One is if you're in the PUA system collecting from PEUC or the PUA program, you can't call in and do your certification. Those That, that dial-in weekly certification is for your is for the uh, UI program only. Okay. And so, again, the reason they may have a work item to say reopen is if they didn't complete the, the weekly certification on the PUA system, and then we've got to come up with a different name, but basically the, the system where his claim is, 
it's showing that it's missed, right? And, yeah. and it's going to direct him to reopen it because if you miss a week, you've got to reopen your claim. And so um, it sounds like he couldn't get, make it work, you know, did a phone call, thought that was going to suffice. Those two systems don't uh, talk in this regard. And so um, that's why he's being asked to open it. But we should be able to see that he submitted a weekly cert via telebenefits uh, and should be able to get him caught up. Uh, he'll, he'll just need to go into the PUA system and reopen his claim. And this is in your inbox, too. Let's get to Jackie. Jackie, say hi to Daryl Scott. Good afternoon, Daryl Scott. How are you? <laughs> Doing well, Jackie. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, my question is, when will the building open up for clients to come in? So I, I don't have a specific date in mind. I, I'm, well, I don't have a specific date because the secretary and deputy secretary are working on that opening plan, but I know that there's work underway to do that. One of the challenges I've shared with people in the past is I, at, at least one of the buildings, I have people working in the public space. We've sort of taken it over and have um, people working in the cubes where people would come in and use a computer. And so we're trying to find space for me um, to move staff into our offices so we can reopen those. Um, the other thing we're talking about is it's likely going to be, again, no date in mind yet, but we're likely going to start with appointments and um, arrange for people to come in so we can manage the, manage the return in a, in a sort of a logical way, right? So it's happening what's happening. Jackie, tell them that's unacceptable. We want to see you now. Right now. Well, now. I want to come in. And, and, That's what you were thinking. Jackie, Isn't it, Jackie? Isn't that what yeah, you were thinking? She, thank yeah. you very much, Rick. I appreciate that. Oh, sure you do. Yeah, I doubt yeah. that very much. Yeah. Now, now. Are you going to announce when you can make a uh, hang, hang on. Hang on. What's that, Jackie? Is he going to announce when, make a, when appointments can be started being made? I would invite Daryl that the moment that happens, call my program anytime, Monday through Friday, Absolutely. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and let people know. And then I'll put it on we Twitter. Yep. Okay. And Jackie, if, if we need to, I mean, we're, we're trying to, we're, we're with the call center as well as the staff. I mean, we're trying to make sure the staff is available uh, online and via phone to try and provide assistance. Um, but we're just unfortunately not there to, to have people come back into the building yet. All right. Thanks, okay. Jackie. Be well. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Thank you, too. Thank you. Real quick with Sarah. Sarah, say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How you doing? I'm doing well, Sarah. How are you today? Hi, Daryl. I have the same problem. I have, I'm backed up from December. I have my December clean. I have th uh, three weeks of COVID that I had COVID, and I have um, my uh, spring break claim. I still haven't got that. I have, I'm missing okay. five checks still. Damn. So, Sarah, you need to send Rick an email, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L dot com. And, and let me have somebody look at the December. That I will tell you, it sounds like there's a number of things that are going on. One, um, if you had COVID, you wouldn't normally qual you wouldn't qualify for UI. You'd be on PUA, but for those three weeks that you were out, and then mm -hmm. you'd likely return to um, – Turn to UI for the spring break work. So there's a there's a number of moving parts with your claim, but email Rick with you know if you have a claim number or a case number. Um, Make sure that's in the email. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, and only the last four your social, and and we'll get somebody to look at that and get get in touch with you. Good luck, Sarah. Okay, thank you. Thanks, thank Sarah. you. All right, we've got less than one minute, Daryl. What do people need to know? One June twelfth. 
you need to be registered at joblink.delaware.gov um, by June 12. Rick, the, the positive is we have 700 new jobs that posted in the last week. Nice. We had 1,600 more resumes post as well. So it sounds like people are listening and beginning to take steps to register and post their, um, post their resume. Uh, on on JobLink. So there are jobs. We're encouraging people to get started now. Don't wait um, because, you know, we're already having people who are having questions about how to do it and, and get through that process. So uh, reach out to us now if they're having questions. Perfect. Daryl Scott, Director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office. Thank you so much for your time, sir. Thanks, Rick. This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show on 1150 AM and 1017 FM WDEL.